Thank you for tuning in. As always, I'd like to start with this disclaimer. I don't have all the answers, and you don't have all the answers, but the best way to pursue the truth is through open-minded discourse, and I hope to contribute in part to that today with a quick thought. Keziah Daum, a high school student from Utah, posted four innocuous photos of herself and her friends going to prom to Twitter. Her dress was designed after a traditional Chinese style, which caused fire and fury like no other. Shortly after posting the photos, a Chinese-American Twitter user with only about 2,000 followers retweeted her photos with the comment, My culture is not your GD prom dress. This tweet went viral, with the outrage machine working in full force to condemn this high school student for cultural appropriation. While it's not unusual to have swarms of people bring out the pitchforks for really nothing, Twitter.com decided to feature the outrage as one of its moments, a tab of trending news items or stories, drawing much attention to it. There's so much ridiculousness here that it will be hard to address at all, but I do want to talk about a few things. One, the idea of cultural acceptance and appropriation. Two, ideological blindness to what's in front of you and three, being outraged on behalf of others. Many of those who have been outraged over this circumstance and others like it are the very same people calling for cultural inclusivity and rally behind the idea that America is the melting pot of cultures, this idea that we can all come together, learn, and accept and adapt from each other. That's a lofty, worthy ideal, and one that's often hard to accomplish when people refuse to assimilate in any degree. While I believe there is value in both allowing individual communities to thrive under their own more localized cultures and guidelines, as well as assimilation, we also have to recognize that part of understanding and appreciating other cultures means allowing access into that culture in non-harmful ways. Are there cases of cultural appropriation that are inappropriate? Absolutely. And there are certainly cases to be made for more powerful nations or cultures trying to co-opt and drive a narrative of what another culture is and what it means that isn't true. This, however, isn't quite what's happening. The idea that an admiration of a foreign culture's form of art and beauty replicated into something from U.S. culture is a harmful, negative way to engage with a foreign culture is frankly absurd. That's like being outraged over a peanut butter chocolate dessert pizza taking an Italian food and adding U.S. stylings to it is just as much, quote, cultural appropriation as an aesthetically Chinese prom dress. This also brings up the double standard that exists about access into different cultures. For instance, if someone were to tell a small African boy he wasn't allowed to dress up as Captain America, there would be all sorts of yelling and screeching, rightfully so. And yet, we also hear the condescending lectures telling small white boys that if they dress up as Black Panther, they're taking away a unique experience from African communities. Again, as I mentioned earlier, I'm all for individual communities driving their own cultures and local experiences. But when others seek to engage and replicate theirs in ways that merely seek to adapt from it, most of the time, that's going to be doing so in a way that's paying that culture a compliment, not seeking to co-opt it. And this leads me to my next point, which is about how the yelling and fussing over this tweet fails to properly see what's actually in front of it. I'm sure Jeremy Lamb, the author of the original critique tweet, can't actually think that Keziah, the high school student, 
is part of the white imperialist class seeking to appropriate and subjugate other cultures. Yet, because of the way that intersectional identity politics is driving discussions, he can't even identify that the person in front of him is in no way bringing actual harm. All he can see is the identity of a white person using something from another culture. That triggers his alarms, and he begins the fuss and cries out, as if he's pushing some moral high ground agenda, worthy of protests against apartheid or British occupation of India. And this too leads into my last point, which is that the best end to this Twitter fiasco is that when actual Chinese people were asked about the dress, they overwhelmingly loved it. Jeremy Lamb complains that his culture is being disrespected when the literal people of his culture love it. Social progressivism seeks out victimhood in everyone and teaches that taking offense on behalf of others is a noble and virtuous thing, disregarding whether or not offense should be taken or if the supposed victim is actually a victim. As long as they fit in the intersectional identity box of victim, your outrage and virtue signaling is a moral good. When politics gets boiled down to identities, victims, and oppression, the world quickly loses nuance to the point of absurdity, to the point where someone might make a sexist joke against women, and the white knight social justice warrior male will take all the offense without even recognizing that the woman is laughing at the joke. Is the prom dress important? No. Is it a big deal? No. But the implications from it are. While outrage culture isn't new, what triggers the outrage gives us a good indicator of what society's values are. When we get to the point where we can't actually embrace and access other cultures because of fears of appropriating it, we lose access into empathy and understanding of those cultures in a very similar way to how politics has lost its empathy and understanding of other viewpoints. Thank you for spending your time on A Quick Thought. Oh, 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 oh,